I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. Boy said he wants some chitty chews. But I really don't want It's Oops Podcast <laughs> trying to do the lyrics to Mambo Number no. 5 <laughs> by Lou Bega. What's he up to these days? He's hanging with, uh, you know, Angela, Sandra, and Rita. Rita. And as he continues, <laughs> you know, they're getting sweeter. getting sweeter. You know, there were a few songs on that album that weren't bad. Dude, I bought the CD and I remember track number two is Hot Outside. So for me, it is. Yeah, that? yeah, new... yeah. There were Lou a Bega. couple girl, girls all the time or something like that. Summer all that the time. There were a few on there, and yet he is the definition of a one-hit wonder. Totally. So I believe so. He's from the Bronx, I think. Oh, is he? And I believe he's still semi. I think he has a career in Europe. Like huh. he's still. And dude, once you make it in Europe, I've said it before. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, it's amazing how much easier is. It is to succeed musically in Europe than in America. Right. It's good because they have, they have fucking a soul over there, dude. I guess that's right. They don't right. forget you. Dude, lots to talk about today. Uh, how are you, man? What's happening? I'm good. I was thinking, does anyone ever call you Pope Francis? No. <laughs> it just seems like low-hanging fruit, but I feel like maybe people don't call you that. Well, they don't really, but it's funny. People <laughs> will often hear that my name is Francis, and then they'll say, isn't that a girl's name? And once the Pope became the Pope, Pope Francis, people stopped saying that so much because he's such a big figure. And what's manlier than the Pope, right? Totally. And also, why is Francis like because of Francis Ha? No, it like, can go I, either way. You, yeah. you, you know, Francis McDormand, there are right, a number right, of right, right. female Francis, but they spell it with an E. <laughs> right. Right. And that pisses me off is when I'll go to Starbucks or whatever and they'll they'll spell my name with an E as if they're trying to call me a little girl and then i get angry fuck that noise it's not cool dude Does dude i ever call you frankie some people will try They'll try to be annoying and it doesn't stick mm-hmm. it doesn't stick i've always been francis yeah and, and then fran for short i like that yeah dude i have lots to talk about too Let's do it. today i have so much that i want to talk to you about um i want to start with this <laughs> i hadn't i had a an encounter with someone that was almost racially charged Ooh. and i'm going to tell you about it so Please. you know we've got a car in the city now oh wow first time i've ever had a car in the city in 10 years of living here did and you buy it like how what's the deal now we're just leasing it we've we've borrowed the lease from oh that's great my girlfriend's stepdad i'd like to do that yeah so it's convenient and we drove back and uh, it's impossible to find parking on the street. Impossible. And that's not a new take. Right. Just really hard, at least where we live. During the day in this neighborhood, it's hard. Yeah. So I, I took it and then couldn't find parking when I got back. And I was circling and circling and circling, looking for spots, asking people, hey, are you pulling out? And they'd say no. And so finally, I couldn't, I couldn't bear it any longer. I couldn't waste any more of my day. I'd been circling the same blocks for two hours. Wow. And so I went to a garage. There is an app a friend of mine had told me about called Drop Car, where you can actually get these monthly rates at these garages at a much lower rate. Wow, that's great. I had also heard that you can potentially ask for the manager of the garage and say, hey, buddy. I'd like to offer you cash. Can we do a little, you know, side deal here where you don't have to report it as taxes? There are far more vacancies in these garages right now because people have left the city. I've heard they're struggling. I had hoped I could offer cash. Mm. I even took a bunch of cash out. Wow. Now, I get to this garage. I speak to the guy. He doesn't speak any English whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So he calls... His manager, Antonio. And then he puts Antonio on the phone. And I said, I'd like to do a monthly parking. I want to pay, you know, less. I'm willing to pay cash. And he goes, well, why don't you leave the car tonight and then come back tomorrow 
with the application and a copy of your registration and we will set you up because okay. using this website, you have to apply using a, an application. Got it. And so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll come back tomorrow. And he goes, you can leave the car tonight for free. Oh, wow. I said, great. And he Very gave nice. me a ticket and I left. The next morning I came back. He was there. The guy that I had spoken to on the phone. Antonio. Antonio. And I said, okay, so I'd like to do a monthly. Uh, and he goes, well, do you have your application? And I said, no, no, no. I needed to get a copy of the registration first. And he goes, well, then I'm going to have to charge you for the night that you stayed here. And I said, well, you said that if I, I came with the monthly and did the monthly, that I wouldn't have to pay for the night, which was $75, by the way. Ooh, and the monthly Jesus. was 300 Okay. Which is not a bad rate, but it's, but like, it's a, like it's a, it's a for third, one night. It's a third of. For one night, a third of a 30-day, 31-day That's very frustrating. Thing. And I was like, well, that's ridiculous. I wasn't able to bring it because I knew I needed both things. And it it hadn't been clear to me that I said it was clear, but it, it had not been clear to me that I needed the registration. I just, I thought I needed the application. My intention was to come talk to the guy the next day, sort everything out, go out and get the things I needed and come back. Mm -hmm. Right. He was like, well, I'm not letting you leave unless you pay me for the $75. And we were having a hard time communicating and convincing each other of who was wrong. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I had not gotten the information was because Antonio, while he spoke some English, did not speak very much English. Mm -hmm. So that conversation that he and I had on the phone was very unclear. Okay. And as he was trying to tell me like why I had misunderstood him, for a split second, I had this thought in my brain. This is where, if I were a white woman in Kmart, I would say something like, you need to learn to speak English. Mm -hmm. Do you know how women say that? Yes. Like, not I, a good thing to say. I did not say it, and I knew not to say it, mm -hmm. and I would never say that. But I realized, like, oh, this is the moment where people go viral for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And immediately, the and this is what I think separates, like, a racist person from someone who, like, you know, hopefully me who, who kind of gets it. That thought was immediately followed by like, fuck, I wish this guy spoke better English. And then it was, why don't I speak better Spanish? <laughs> That's a good thought. Why, why would I not? What an, what an important language to learn. It was shoved down my throat from third grade to fifth grade. And then I, opted to switch to French. Mm. You don't argue with guys at parking garages in New York in French. It's not going to happen. You don't need it. It's true. Why don't I speak better Spanish? That's on me. It would have been the practical move. So that to me is the full picture, right? Of like, I should have learned Spanish. I ideally his English would have been better if only we could communicate somehow all of this would have been avoided. But mm -hmm. instead I had this idea of like, fuck that. Take your $75. I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. And I like drove the car away. Now, by the way, me giving him $75, that's his satisfaction. I know he won. Yeah, he did. And then I left. Yeah. It's not, it didn't hurt him at all. I know. And even the argument of like, well, now I'm not going to go there monthly. He already got you for almost a quarter, like half of the monthly. Basically. Dude, they just rip your face off, man. That's tough. Dude. And then I circled for another hour and couldn't find a spot. So I put it in a different garage. Yep. Fuck you, Antonio. Dude, I, that, I made the same mistake, by the way, of switching to French. And I did I ever tell you my reasoning? No. I was planning when I won the French Open singles title that I would give my speech in French <laughs> to the, you know, the people of the Tierra Batu or whatever and uh -huh. court Suzanne Longlin fucking give my speech, um, which was obviously stupid. I speak neither language well or at all. I know uh -huh. you at least speak French. I do speak French. So that's good. But I can tell you that uh, you just, you're never on an airplane where someone has a heart attack 
and then someone looks up over the guy's quivering body and yells, does anyone speak French? <laughs> you know, it, there's never a use for it. Dude, I, it could happen. French is pretty widely spread. I would argue that learning French is pretty, can be can be very valuable. Like half of Africa yeah, only speaks French. Fine. I don't find myself in Africa all that often. <laughs> and I'm in America all where everyone speaks Spanish. It's true. Everyone speaks Spanish. And it, it, at this point, it, it is so important to learn Spanish here. Well, dude, did you get the new update on your phone yet? I, I avoid updates. So, I know I'm you do. Creature of and, habit. and I, my update has actually fucked my phone up a little bit, but there is now a Google Translate app with the new phone. It might be Apple Translate. Apple Translate, sorry. Does it work? I don't know. I haven't tried it. Here's the thing. But dude, I used it in Russia, and it was like, it saved my ass. Okay. So, Google Translate. Historically, whenever I've used any of those translation tools, I say, how do you say, uh, may I please have a slice of pizza in French, uh, you know, Spanish. And, or let's say I'm translating it from Spanish to English. Mm -hmm. I say, how, what does this mean in English? And then it spits it out and it's like, pizza, I have maybe big man, <laughs> Yeah. question no, mark, it exclamation point It doesn't translate down. well, I know. You're like, that's not, that can't pop, you can't do any better than that, Google, <laughs> really? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, even on Facebook, it's like, how is this translation? It's like, really bad bad horrible yeah, especially with like i have my like relatives who live in italy like it'll try to translate it it's like i am the ocean yes <laughs> it's like no you're not it speaks not to it speaks to a there is still a gulf between artificial intelligence and uh and human because we speak in ways where we cut corners and our 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 the right. way we talk is colloquial not, speech it's, not, it's yeah Dude, I look forward to the day where you can put on a headset and talk into it and it says the language out loud that you're speaking. That'd be cool. You know how much more confident I'd be traveling with that? Yes. I'd go anywhere with that. Yeah. Dude, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I think back to, to traveling, you know, to foreign countries and if, especially if it was a really remote place. I w like when I went to Iceland, I remember looking up beforehand like 15 little phrases Right. That were important to know. It's a great thing to do. Actually, I, I did it when I went to China because in China there was less English. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking like on the plane, I, I read them over once and I was like, all right, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it at all. I didn't have it. I mean, that's not even good enough to pass a pop quiz. <laughs> you did not have it. I didn't have it. That's cool that you've been there, man. I would, I would like to go. I'm glad I went. I wonder if we will always be able to go to china it feels like the sort of place that we won't always be able to go i hope not but we'll see i guess mm. chris what do you got um they have that like translating in your ear talking thing it's really like with the google pixel buds it's not that great but it's getting somewhere that's sick I need also to get that. the super useful tool in google translate <laughs> is you can like pull out your camera and point it at a sign or whatever that's and sick. it translates for you like hmm. live so oh, like menus cool. and that's stuff, sick. it's super useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really fucking sick. Francis, we should go on a trip when international travel is I know. easier to do. I know. That would be fun. I'd be down. Travel buddies. That would be fun, dude. Bring Chris along. Yeah. He'd be our son. Shoot something. We could <laughs> Chris just our son. Do a little travel documentary. That would be fun. Well yeah, vlog. Dude, I think it would be a really good time. Vlog boys. That would be nice. You know, yeah. once we get big, once this podcast gets big enough and we can start spreading our wings into other forums, mm -hmm. I think the Oops Travel blog would be pretty funny. I like the sound of that. <laughs> what do you got, pal? Um, well, dude, so first of all, I don't know if you watch the NBA, we're watching the NBA playoffs. I'm I sorry yeah. that the Celtics. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, they had a great run. I think they ran into a buzzsaw in the Miami Heat. I don't hate the Miami Heat whatsoever. I actually like the way they play. So yeah, all same. due respect. You can tell by the way that the Celtics walked off the court. You know, they were like, they were we, fine we got that. beaten by a better team. Yeah. Objectively. We did our best. We couldn't beat them. Yeah. The Heat really look like they're coming to, into their own. Anyway, in the middle of the game, I kind of started, you know, drifting off into daydreams. And I've realized that I've, th I've thought of this before, but I have a great basketball name. Hmm. Like picture this. Okay. Like LeBron James is coming down the court. Oh, the, here comes the double team. Gallerati is open in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Gallerati. Gallerati, the Got guy it. the guy who's open when the double team happens. Yeah. Open in the corner for three. Gallerati for three. People forget you. They a lot. win. You're the guy that no one thinks is a threat. <laughs> exactly. They They're don't like, realize. Leave him. Leave him. Yeah. Come come double team the guy who got paid the max salary. <laughs> Gallerati serves one purpose. He sits in the corner. 
He catches the ball. He hits the three. That's yeah. all I can do. Worthless the, on D. You're the guy who they make the movie about that Mark Wahlberg plays your character because you came <laughs> to an open tryout for the bankrupt team. Walked yeah. in because your buddies were like, yo, you know, you're pretty fast, dude. <laughs> you could probably run with those guys. Right. And you're like, I mean, nah, nah. Well, okay, we'll see. They like he was always told he was too short, too yeah. slow, too Italian. <laughs> Julio, what kind of name is that? But dude, I think I really think a four syllable last name really lends itself to prolific moments in totally. professional sports. Yes, yes, it does. Especially one that sounds foreign, like Manu Ginobili or right. Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, those are three syllable last names. But those are good ones. Ga- uh, Gallinari. Gallinari. There. Ballinelli. Ballinelli. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I those forgot about guys. him. Um, dude, awesome. Um, so, yeah. dude, another funny thing happened to me. Um, this weekend I went to girlfriend's aunt's 60th birthday party and slowly my girlfriend's been very clever at like roping me into like this full schedule of activities and obligations. Mm. I like doing the family stuff, but even with like friends of hers who are like kind of loose friends who I don't really have anything in common with press tour. I found myself just like, I find myself with all these obligations. She's going to kill me if she hears this, but, um, I was at this dinner and it was really nice, but it's funny. Her dad started busting my balls that I've never called him anything. I've never called him anything. I've never called him Mr. Whatever. I've never called him by his first name that I've, and he started busting my balls. He's like, you're going to have to figure out what to call us soon. (laughs) What are you going to go with? Dude. So, all right. It's funny you say that because it started to get weird at one point because I I was at their house in, in, uh, you know, the Chicago suburbs for a few weeks couple weeks whatever and i started like i'd like point and i'd be like he i'd say he and it was like getting to the point where it was getting ridiculous so i was like all right this time i'm gonna call him by his first name and i did it we went to dinner on tuesday i called him by his first name he must not have heard me i must have said it sheepishly because i was like felt self-conscious and then he calls me out immediately at the at the dinner and it was awkward and she was like dad and he's like what he's gonna and i was like i already called i called you your name it was just like what's what's his first name Barry. Barry. It's a good name. What a great name. And also, <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about this. What a difference between calling him Mr. So-and-so right. versus Barry. Barry's a good name. No, but it's, it is. But I'm saying, like, in terms of the format, Barry is the least formal name right. on earth. Right, right, right. Barry is a buddy right off the That's bat. your boy. And One of the Mr. So, so if he gives you that... Yeah. You know, you, you're going to want to get to Barry as soon as possible. And now, and, you know, and that's what I, I called him that. And he did he get mad at you for it? No, no, no. He They've been encouraging me to, but I'm just like, it's just an uncomfortable thing. So he's, Chris knows what I'm so he's about. given you that. Yeah, but dude. Right I out think, of the gate. I think like, once a parent gives you that, you need to do it. Immediately do it, yeah. It's not about, you're not continuing to show your respect for him by calling him Mr. So-and-so. I was calling him nothing. Well, you were living in no man's land. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're like you're a guy who hey. hits a bomb serve and then comes in to hit a swinging volley between the service box and the baseline. <laughs> yes, yes. You're making life way more difficult. Get yourself to the net or stay back for ground strokes. I know, I know. know. You got to. I know. You're right, and I have, and I'm glad. But but it was easier because she calls her mother a nickname. I have called her mother the nickname already. Okay. Which is like a cute little thing. That's cute. But yeah, I'm glad that we uh, finally crossed that hurdle because it was definitely something that was like uncomfortable. You know what's tricky is that uh, I dated a, a young lady for a long time whose dad was a doctor. Mm-hmm. And so getting from, and this was when I was younger. So getting from doctor so-and-so to his first name was an even bigger leap. Ah, uh, interesting. When there's a fucking title. Right, 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 right. You know, and going, that can be weird too, because by doing it sometimes you actually are being extra. Yeah. Like people would call the house when I was a kid, and my dad is technically a doctor because he's a professor, mm-hmm. but he's not a doctor. Doctor like, philosophy. So they'd be exactly. They'd be like, "Doctor, is Doctor Gallerati there?" And I'd say, "Hey, Dad, someone's asking for Doctor Gallerati." He would go, "Oh God, yeah, Doctor Gallerati. Fucking mm-hmm. yeah, I'm Doctor Gallerati. Sure." <laughs> like he just thought that was ridiculous. So my mom has a PhD too. And do people call her doctor? Well, no, right, but right. she would. When I was young, you know, my dad would remind me that technically that was her official title. That's a nice of him. Dr. Freeman. Yeah. Ride or die. But, but dude, so, you know, the, the thing that they didn't want me to call him, they never wanted me to call him Mr. And then his last name. Oh, okay. Because if he's a doctor, 
Like calling him Mr. So-and-so is almost insulting. This guy, this guy was kind of an asshole. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Doc. He doesn't want you to call him Doc. Well, Doc is fun. <laughs> I like Doc. My dad calls the doctor Doc. Like, uh, yeah, you, you know, you should. You should. I like, I like <laughs> Doc. I like Doc. I've always liked Doc. It's very Looney Tunesy. <laughs> so, dude, the, other, the opposite end of this. So, my girlfriend calls my parents Mr. and Mrs. until they correct her. So my mom immediately corrected her and was like, no, don't call me that. Call me my first name. And my dad is just like aloof and doesn't realize that she's calling him Mr. Gallerati. Mm. But he has never, he hasn't realized she's been doing it. So she just keeps calling him that. I'm like, you don't have to call him that. She's like, he hasn't told me. I, I'm like, he's just not paying attention. It's so he's tough. Not- it's so tough. Well, you two have the same name. So it'd be, she can't call him Julia. That's true. That is mm. true too. Big Julio, they would call him as a kid. So, so, uh, <laughs> Okay. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. I think deciding, you know, knowing when to, you got to be given permission, obviously. But at the same time, dude, we're too fucking old to be calling our girlfriend's parents their, their last, their, their formal titles. Agreed. No, totally. And it's it would be embarrassing if we did that and they didn't correct us. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. Because then too you much. feel like a child. Yes. Yes. You feel as if you are a child invading in someone's home and you don't want to like show right, affection right. towards the daughter and you want to get to bed early and not drink too much. Totally. Let me ask you this. Please. Do you ever <laughs> worry at all that when you're visiting your girlfriend's family mm-hmm. that they are gonna see your tattoos? And make judgments. No, I mean they've seen them. I've they have a pool. Wow. They have seen the tattoos. Um, and no, I don't worry about that because like I don't want to be like I don't, they, first of all they don't care. They're cool. You know what I mean? How do you know? I don't. They don't go to bed at night, and as they're reading in bed with their face cream on and their night guards in, the wife doesn't close her book and turn to her husband and say <laughs> are we sure that we want our daughter dating someone who's got 20 <laughs> tattoos <laughs> heavily tattooed have you you don't think that happened i don't think so um and i as mu- i really want them to like me it's important to me however i do i wouldn't agree with that mm-hmm. sort of judgment so i i don't think about it what if your girlfriend got a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Would they blame your influence? Would May- they say that you eh. are corrupting her? I don't. Again, I don't think they would care. They're pretty cool. Like they're they're not like the New England parents that I'm used to, mm-hmm. who like have all these fucking stupid rules and and you know what I mean. They're just like pretty practical, interesting, cool, with chill it, people. Modern, yeah. They're 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 awesome. I really like them a lot. When you go out to dinner with them, mm-hmm. the dad. And mom pay. Yes. When did you stop offering to pay? Okay, so I'm going to be honest. If I, it was one of those situations where if I were to offer, it would actually be weird. Like yeah. it would be, I would set myself back by trying to pay mm-hmm. in those mm-hmm. situations. I'm grateful to be in a situation there, but it's funny you mentioned this because I have a friend who uh, goes to dinner with his girlfriend and his girlfriend's mom. And I think her, her mom is, is, is like single. And he will offer to pay, and that's fine. Yeah. But that is like a different situation. It is. In a way. You know it what I mean? Is. It is a weird thing, and I'm sure that it's different depending on the family and what the deal is and whatever. But like, it would be insane if I offered to pay. Dude, there are... The, the, the male ego, when it comes to money, is a force unlike any other. A guy will go broke paying for the di- dinner table before he lets, you know... I know. Someone step in. Such a source of pride. It's it's brilliantly illustrated, by the way, 
by Walter White in Breaking Bad. I don't know if you remember this, and it was only because I watched the show a second time, mm. but his steadfast refusal to let anyone offer them money for anything to help with his cancer payments and all that shit. Refused. He's just, he's irrational about it. Right. Um, and it brings me to this. Uh, I promise this will not be a lengthy return to the engagement ring conversation. <laughs> but I had a very good friend uh, call me who had Erica Spira. Oh, yeah. Comedian. Yes, I know And her. very smart She's great. woman. Uh, we should have her on the pod sometime. She called me just to catch up. And had seen the episode we did about the engagement ring and, and how angry I was about the whole thing. Mm. And she had some brilliant counterpoints. Um, she said, you know, getting a woman a ring that she doesn't want is not a good idea. And I agreed with that. Right. Like, I would not ever want to give someone a ring that they just have to wear. Well, they don't like. And they're, they're sad or bummed out about it every time they look at it. Right. And she said, but would you be okay... If your girlfriend or the person you proposed to offered to chip in for the one they actually wanted, like potentially split the cost. Like if you're right. able to afford $10,000, but she wants a $20,000 ring and she offered to pay $10,000 of it, would you be okay with that? She said, because most men she know knows would not be okay with I wouldn't that. be would okay never with that. be okay with it would you be okay with it a hundred percent oh my god to get, are you out of your mind apparently your ego then is not that bad dude it it's not about it's not about the it's a like for sure <laughs> help me chip in subsidize it absolutely to me that is a quality right like if if I all of my arguments about this stuff stem from being raised in a devoutly feminist household, that's going to sound like a cop out. And I'm sure people are rolling their eyes right now. <laughs> but I genuinely believe that these old fashioned r routines and these like strictures that were established of. You know, the man pays for the ring. The woman pays. For, the woman's family pays for the wedding. All this stuff, it, 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 it defies steps of progress. It, 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 it stands at odds with, with the, our, our efforts to close the wage gap, right? Because in theory, if you truly believe that women should not be making 20% less than their male uh, peers in the same positions, and that we should all be paid equally, regardless of gender, then that is the money right there that makes everything equal. Right, Meaning right, right, right. like these, these things, these right. wedding rings or, or weddings, all of that. And, and if you are sharing your finances, then the guy at the table, chivalry becomes old fashioned and outdated to me. I, I fine. I, these are all are points that make sense, but there's like, there's X factors here that don't, that make that thinking more difficult to execute. And one of those things is it's, it's special. It's a special thing. You pick the ring, you put okay. it on your finger. If you guys are like splitting it, you know what I mean? It's just like takes, it like takes then the, I the gusto want, out of it. Then I want a ring too <laughs> of equal value. <laughs> or let's say like whatever I spent as a percentage of my income. You want a ring too. She'll need to spend an equal, let's, let's call Come it a watch. On, I want an okay. engagement watch. <laughs> I want it the same. That's the new thing. I get something too. Listen, dude. Listen, I don't. Because then I, you will know, you doing. will know the pain of that financial burden. Right, dude. I've been thinking about how how much of an intense expense that's going to be. But, dude, I know. I I hear you. I hear dude, you, dude. I don't have a clue where I'm going to come up with the money. Yeah. For that fucking thing. I know. I'm starting at zero. Every month I make my rent and I'm like, how? Really? Dude, it, it's it's as if the exact money that I make, I'm like, well, that's how much I have to spend this month. <laughs> okay, well. Every time, down to the that's dollar. That's crazy. Well, here's a question for you then. Have, like, in addition to that, um, th well, this stems from that because you are now, you now live with your girlfriend. Yeah. And that's exciting, whatever, great, blah, blah, blah. 
Now, I don't, you don't have to talk about what your arrangement is. I know you've like sort of alluded to it in the past. We don't have to go to the specifics of you, but I just mean in general. If you're splitting an apartment with somebody, do you think that you have more say based on if the fact, based on the fact that you're paying more? Do you have more say on this, the space and do you have veto power over things? Can you put your foot down? So, So this is a great, this is great. The feminist in me says no. That's, I, it should not be that, that I have the ability to say, well, that couch you like, sorry, that's not the one we're going with. We're going with the one that I like because I pay more of the rent. Yeah. Like say you pay two thirds of the rent. Yeah. Therefore, right. So, 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 all right. Sorry. I interrupted you. No, no, no. Well, sorry. Keep going. I mean, that, no, no, there's nothing like, more. I don't have We can answer. be honest. Like that's about what I pay of, okay. of this apartment. Okay. And it's not because, you know. My, I'm sure my girlfriend, if she were making more money, would 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 go halvesies, mm-hmm. right? But I know what her financial situation is, and I am just able to pay more. Right, right. So, okay. I do not think that because I pay more that I should have... It's her home. Right. You know, right. just as much as it is mine. And I think that that's... So this is an easy thing to talk about. And a thing that I've noticed with relationships that i've seen where the guy is paying for more of the stuff say whatever Mm -hmm. and when things are normal it's fine but i've noticed that there's like a boiling point where if they start fighting that comes up most of the time really you've seen that i've seen it a lot and it's like in in all ages too so guys call they invoke that so if guys if they feel insecure or if they feel like the person is like not giving them enough praise for how well they're taking care of them then they will be like oh well i do this this and this for you yeah, but dude, see that, that that's like that's not good. that's a hair away from being like your place is in the kitchen and my place is here to I make know. money and it's pay for our shit. It's certainly taking steps in that direction. That's like it's not fair. Bullshit. Right, I agree. I agree. But you know, I'm sure that there's someone who would argue, and I'm not the person arguing this, but I'm sure there's a person that argued like you're the one who's who's facilitating this place for the most part, right? You're paying more. Therefore, how do you then not have more say over what happens? And I would my answer to that is like what you said. It's her home too. It's not. It sucks to like create this like weird thing. Like you want her to feel comfortable. You want her to feel equal. You don't want her to feel yeah. like you're a prisoner. No. You know what I mean. You don't want her to resent you. No. It's worth it to avoid those things to have it be fair and and split fifty fifty as far as decision making process. Yes. Right. Yes, but but also you're agreeing on your place of of where you live together and it's not just about avoiding and i know i'm not i know that's not what you're saying it's not just about avoiding like the blow up where you say like i pay this much it's about it should be equal you are cohabitating right you are a, you know a team in making a home yes and um but dude you know i do a joke where i'm like uh i i when we moved in together, she moved into my home. Right. And I, that's tough. It's a tough thing where, mm-hmm. because you, you've been accustomed to your space yes. for multiple years in my case. And all of a sudden I watched as at least half the closet space was, was taken over. Right. And I had to <laughs> find a way to kind of pack everything into a, a much smaller. I, I felt like I was being edged out right. of my own home. And that's tough. Yeah. Um, but dude, I don't, I don't know the answer. Like your original question was, do you think that we should be, that I have any more power? Any more say over the, like, do you have veto power? Like, sure. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But if you really feel strongly, put your foot down and the reasoning being not because you feel strongly, but it's because it's an unspoken truth that you are paying more. Therefore you have this like veto power two thirds majority. Yeah. In the Senate. I, I don't think that that <laughs> should be the case. And I also think that, um, I have made it so abundantly clear that I don't feel that way that, you know, any arguments we have, you're losing them all. I'm losing them all. <laughs> yeah. She knows that I would never go to a place of being like, well, I pay more. You know what right, I mean? Right. I would never use that. So she's just able to like swing for the fences. <laughs> And just make me eat my own shit. 
So, dude, th- so this is a good question now, though. The other way around, would you be okay with being in a situation where you were the one paying a third? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Dude, who are these fucking men who can't handle it? And I don't mean that in disrespect, because no, if, okay. if that's you. It is me. Oh my but god, dude! This, again, it, respectfully, it's. It, I think it's the male ego, yeah. and I don't know if it's because you're Italian or like. <laughs> I don't mean to get personal. What a what a joy it would be to pay less than half the rent. Yeah. To 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 split every every dinner we go out for, or even have her pay more. Oh my god. Yeah. You know how much more money I would be making and saving? You know how much more of my own things I could buy? Yeah, I know. What a godsend. So let me tell you about this, though. So I've done, I've been in a situation sort of like that before. I had an apartment with a girlfriend. We, are, we had our budget, right? And our budget was like not great. But it was our budget. We were going to each spend this much, whatever. What ended up happening is her sister had an extra apartment. It was the type of family situation we're dealing with. Um, and she was like, you guys can rent the apartment for me and just pay whatever you were going to pay, mm. which means for the, gr- the, si- the girlfriend of mine obviously is paying nothing in that situation and I'm paying my half. Right. Mm. But she tried to pull some shit on me where she got annoyed at the way I was doing things. And she's like, well, we're like, we're like, this is my family's apartment. So, and I had to be like, well, I'm paying. That and- is, that's really tricky. I know that's really tricky. Because you, first of all, I, my answer was predicated on, I would be dating somebody who shared my mindset of right not ever bringing that up. And that's a very like valiant way to be the way that you are. It requires like, but it's also naive. Uh, it's also why? Na- it, your way. It's why is it naive mean? for me to assume that the girl I'm dating who is paying more of the rent is right, never right, right. going to bring up the fact that she's paying more of the rent. Right. Because right, what right. you just described sounds like exactly what would happen. Yes. And dude, it sucked. And I was like, I'm never, and I'm like, thank God I paid, even though it's subsidized. Technically, the apartment mm-hmm. was really nice. But I was like, I'm never going to be in that position where like I'm stripped of my manhood. Yeah. Like there's something, there's a slippery slope about that in my mind where it's like, if you just become this pussy who's like dependent on, and I, I don't mean to say it like that, but this pussy who's just dependent on your girlfriend, it like takes away those like manly qualities that are attractive and appealing in a man to okay. a degree. Let me ask you this. Is that wrong? No, I, 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 I totally agree with that. And you don't have any legs to stand on. You sort of feel like you can be kicked out at any moment. Right. All of a sudden you're the guy who's like good at keeping the home. You're like, look yeah. at you. You become this great cook and but like you're is, cleaning to like compensate. This to me is, is what women <laughs> have faced for years. I know. And, and that sucks too. But, but you know, you hope that. Right. Right. But you're right. But that's a good point. This like is the it's, other it's, side it's of the, the other equation. way around. It's like the way that women have been, been have been like put in a place in the past yeah. and even now where like they're treated you know they, their responsibility is maintaining the home but the husband still treats them like an inferior like type of thing i've seen it the other way around yeah. i have friends whose like girlfriends pay more and like they just become these little like helpful little handy guys the man immediately becomes a sub, like a subservient housekeeper is he becomes yeah he becomes this like handyman i love the he idea he becomes the pool guy. boy who's banging the fucking single older woman dude. i love the idea of like a young guy we know all of a sudden wearing an apron <laughs> dude i know and like moving his fucking vacuum around and, be, and wondering why his wife hasn't come home yet and you're like you smell the fresh cinnamon <laughs> making muffins you smell it you smell it come here come try this Dude, so all right, here's here's a question. If your girlfriend uh, you know, I, one day you guys were getting married and she asked you to sign a prenup. Mm-hmm. Would that affect you? No. And it's funny because, you know, like I've said, this other girlfriend that I had came from ex- an extraordinary amount of wealth. And I knew that if we were to make it that far, and I didn't really think necessarily we would. But I knew that if we were to make it that far, that I would be happy signing a prenup Mm -hmm. because what, like what situation is it going to be where we get divorced and I have absolutely nothing and she doesn't just toss me a bone anyway. You know what I mean? Like why do I all of a sudden deserve all this money just because I'm married to her? Um, that's a great question. I think once you have kids, it does become a bit more 
difficult and, and convoluted. Totally. And, and also the fact that, you know, the prenup typically doesn't include any money made after the marriage has begun. However, in the situation of this girl, it was very possible that there would be no significant money made after we were married because she had so much of it already. Yes. That it didn't matter. And usually I feel like that. Whoa. Sorry. I feel like a lot of that usually is protected in trusts. Right. 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 But my question is, okay, you know, let's say that you guys had kids and then you sent them to an expensive private school and by their fourth grade year, the marriage fell apart. And all of a sudden, you know, the prenup or she's not going to give you, let's say you didn't have a prenup, but she's not going to give you anything or the prenup had stipulated that you were going to get very little and then your marriage ends and all of a sudden she's asking you for half the tuition. Okay. So I would put it, I, I would trust that, especially because her parents are such nice people that they would make that I have to sign a prenup situation a very fair prenup. And I would look at all that beforehand and like a yeah. situation like that, I'd be like, listen, like you'd be smart about it. Yeah. I, I like to think that I'd be smart about it. I'd be very willing to entertain that conversation though, because I think it's fair. You know what I mean? Like what if I'm some dirtbag? Like how many times do you see a situation where like these rich people just don't see that they're being manipulated and operated? And I'm fine with having to sign something to prevent a situation that's uncomfortable for everybody like that. There was an article in the New York Times not too long ago that's talked about how millennials are, are signing prenups in both directions or like agreeing upon mutually agreed upon prenups, but that women are having men sign them and men are having women sign them. And that it's not even so much about protecting yourself against, uh, you know, being taken advantage of in, in the event of a divorce, but more rather that if the worst case scenario happens, you've already got a plan to follow. Right. And it just makes things a lot it's less fine. complicated. Totally. And I think if you phrase it that way, it's less uh, hurtful and you move away from this idea that a prenup is all of a sudden you betting against your marriage. Exactly. Exactly. And because and, and things get dodgy, things get shitty. And it's really nice to have some sort of thing in place to protect you from that, to be honest. Yes. To protect you from how terrible, because you, you've seen that movie Marriage Story. I thought that I that, did not watch that movie. Oh. I had no interest in watching that movie. It just seemed like it would ruin my day. Fair enough. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. Mm -hmm. And one of the things it shows is that even though these here are two very reasonable people who love and respect each other, and even though the marriage is over, it still got ugly. Yeah. Like the lawyers, like all the shit. It just seems like a situation that just can get really ugly when you get divorced. I'm not speaking from experience, but I feel fine about the idea of having a prenup in place. I will say this. My girlfriend... And granted, I've had a couple of good years, money-wise. Things I've gotten after ten years of being extremely unlucky. I've gotten very lucky in the past couple of years, even with some of the unlucky things that happened. Things have been going well. If and I don't, who knows what's going to end up happening? But I anticipate that my girlfriend, if we were to take the next step, will always consistently be the breadwinner of the family. Really, with how with how clear her trajectory is in her career, mm -hmm. how good she is, how hard of a worker she is. She, and she also was kind of like an all-star. Like, you know, the people that you yeah. went to school with, like top-tier university, all the right internships, great job, great work ethic, great everything. Like, she is a star of that. Yeah. And she's going to make a lot of money. And I know that. And I've sort of tried to think in my head, I'm like, what if I just never get there? What am I going to do? And I haven't thought about it much. You're going to have to learn how to make a quiche. <laughs> That's for sure. Fucking good quiche, man. I'm going to learn how to make a quiche and give it a fucking damn good foot massage, Yes, dude. that's exactly right. Ugh, yeah. Fuck. Well, I, just, I better step it up, Yeah, dude. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Julio. Because <laughs> your, you know, your girlfriend making all the money and coming home after a back-breaking day at the office, you being able to, like, fix the wiring... <laughs> Of the refrigerator is not enough to counteract that. I know. That's not enough. The tradition of cleaning the leaves out of the gutter. I know. Getting the old ladder out, dusting it off, and going to... Dude, these all sound like sexual metaphors. Yeah, all the, all the like traditional the gutter. manly household <laughs> tasks that you would set aside a Saturday morning for are not enough to rebalance the scale if your wife is making a ton of money you yeah. would have to pick up cooking or you know the the certainly the child care like there's you know 
I know. That's the side of it. I know. Was that 50? 45. I got a quick, all right. I got to, dude, you're a hundred percent right. I yeah. need to like figure that out. Um, but hopefully, you know, I'll just keep trending upwards as well. Yeah. And, uh, well, she's a great girl though. I don't she think is. Gonna be... I, let me ask you this though. That to me makes me wonder where, like, where do you see yourself financially in 10 years? So it really depends, man. It depends on so many things. Like, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. What is the, what is your expected income? Like, what would you be excited with? What would you be happy with? And what would you be disappointed with if you were making those numbers in 10 years? <sighs> Fuck. That's such a tough, I mean, I, if I were in the six figure range consistently from now and until then, I'd be pretty, I'd be okay with that. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would like to be making more. You know what I mean? I don't like, you know, slowly over time, it like actually ways where that could happen have become more realistic, mm -hmm. which feels good and gives me hope. Um, but it's just so hard to predict. You know what I mean? I'm just trying right. to like save as much money as possible, put it in a position where it can grow. And maybe I can offset some of the like weird years where I don't make as much or something. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. What mm -hmm. about you? Have you thought about this? Yes. I'm, I'm currently disappointed with how much money I make. Do you think that that's a function of comparing to some of your friends who make a shit ton of money? Well, maybe, but I am firmly <laughs> aware that I am in my field much closer to the top of my field than my friends who make six to seven times more money than I do than how close they are to the top of their field. I've made that realization as and well. It's that very gives frustrating. Me peace. Like I, because oh. it means I've achieved success right. higher than they have. Right. That makes me. That's actually that makes me feel better because I think about it the other way, where I think about it like, oh, I'm starting to uh, to rise in my field, and still that amount of money. If I were in the same position in other fields, I'd be making a, a killing. Yeah, but we aren't. We chose this because we enjoyed it, and a lot of our friends are probably sucking up work. Right, right. And you want to know what? One of the reasons why I think I chose this, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I think there was a moment where I realized everybody had like money, family money. And like, I felt like I didn't like fit in. And I felt like by being, you know, a performer or being an artist, like I could offset that fact. Mm. So you almost did it as a, as a fuck you to everyone. No, I almost, no, I did it as like a, how can I stand out and do something that people will think I'm cool and they won't like judge me for like not coming from. I think there's a piece of that in everyone who decides to do this. Yeah. You know, we, we look forward to, there's something very cool about every time you tell someone you're a comedian, they sort of like, they're surprised to right. hear it. Right, right, right. They've never really met a real life comedian in the same way they've never met a real life magician or like, you know, nobody's surprised when you say like lawyer or right. finance doctor those are wonderful professions it's just there's a an, an a, that's kind of what you're expecting to hear right and if you say comedian then people all of a sudden want to ask follow-up follow questions right right and so that's a, that's very true but i think one thing that i didn't anticipate about it and which is interesting and once you last as long as we have you kind of start to change your perspective a little bit but i at first was doing it because i was like part of me was like oh people are gonna think this is cool like people who, yes. like people where I'm from, people who I like went to school with, whatever. And then I don't, I, then I forget that like all of a sudden everybody, you know, is like in that business too. Yeah. And different things start becoming mattering more, mattering yeah. more and like, but that's healthy. That's mm -hmm. where you want to get to mm -hmm. because you don't want to be to a place where you're only doing this so that you can post something cool right. that you like open for somebody. So your friends at home can think it's cool. You want to be able to make money and like make a living doing it. Yes, eventually. that you can't ignore that reality. Yeah. That no matter what you're doing, the you know at least for me, the the novelty of being an artist or, or or having the flexibility to do something that I I can express myself and like entertain people. I I still want nice shit. I still totally. want to be able to take ski trips. I still want to be able to fly better. You know, like right. like get the premium economy seats or whatever. Right. So all of that. The money is is uh, is a reality now. My, I th it all comes from you know where yeah your your own personal financial situation and the people that you're around, but my thought is that in ten years, if 
if I'm not making at least $500,000 a year, I would be disappointed. Mm -hmm. I would be disappointed. I feel like that would be a disappointing number. 500 grand in 10 years would be solid. Mm -hmm. Anything over a million, I'm like, I'm killing it. Okay. Yeah. That's where, that's where my sort of, and I, maybe that sounds really, like maybe I sound like an asshole. No, for saying whatever, that. dude. You're allowed to aspire to whatever you want to. In my, in my second year at Barstool, combining my stand-up touring money, the residual checks I was getting from ads that I had done, plus the bonus I got, I made like two hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Great. And I was like, in that year, looking back <laughs> now, because I make a lot less now, I was like, wow. That was that was a lot of money to be paid as a comedian. Yeah, dude. That's like, really that's a, great. for me. I I would I would wonder how many other New York City comedians made that much. Not many. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. right? Like there are people I really look Even up big, to. Even big big comedians who in our don't mind. make that much. Totally, dude. That's great. And listen, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing where those you're gonna have those up and downs. Sucks. And it's it's frustrating. You get used to having that much money coming in, direct right. deposit, month after yeah. month after month. I'm putting money into my 401k. Yeah. I'm spending. I'm buying. I'm not worrying about going out to restaurants like twice a week instead of once a week. And then all of a sudden, it's gone. And it's like, how do you readjust? I know. To, to making like you know sixty percent of the income. I know. Had. I know. I know. It's a it's a crazy thing. Um, and dude, I think you're gonna be fine though. No, I'm not worried. I'm resourceful. I've always found a way to find money in strange places. <laughs> and I mean that literally. Like when I was a child and I would go on trips to Florida, we would stay at these <laughs> hotels, these shitty hotels, and I would put snorkel on and go in the pool and look for loose bills that had been floating out of people's pockets. And I found them. <laughs> it happened. You look, you'll find it. I found a 10 once. I found a 5. I remember finding those and thinking I was the richest person alive. I used to spend hours just Big with, money. with a snorkel on, face down, looking for cash, floating around <laughs> shitty looking pools. looking for cash, dude. That's great. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, dude, I will say this. I think that a funny... People say money can't make you happy. It is true. However, not having money can make you unhappy. That's definitely true. And I think that once you have money, then you can start to decide what's going to make you happy, even though it won't be that money necessarily. Exactly right. Right? People who <laughs> say money doesn't make you happy are either really rich or really poor, I find. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. That's fucking great. Cool. Awesome, We're the podcast. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon.